guys. Welcome back to Hospitality Queens with your favorite two hospitality gurus. I'm Erin. What up? It's Whitney. And welcome back to what another up, episode. Y'all? Hey. We're back like we never left. Welcome back, B. Welcome back, if B. If you guys are not already, please subscribe to our YouTube so you can see your beautiful faces as well as your favorite streaming platform. Make sure you share with your friends and family and follow us on Instagram, hospitality underscore queens, and TikTok. Tap in so yes. you don't miss and put that noty bell on. And for those that don't know what that means, that means a notification bell. <laughs> it's the breakdown. <laughs> yeah. Also, what, you, what, you, what you sipping on? Yeah. Uh, I'm drinking um, Tipsy. It's a wine spritzer. So this is their grapefruit. You can't see it at all. But I love the can. That looks awesome. Um, so they have grapefruit and they have a, a lot of other flavors. So if you see it, try it. It's really good. Really light. Um, oh, it says shake gently. I never shake. But mm. it says real fruit, real wine, really tiny bubbles. So it's on only 100, 130 calories. I don't know if that's good or not. And it's 6% alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> don't know but it's good i like it love that so i am drinking a sycamore lane wine it's a pinot grigio from california okay number one y'all know i don't really like white however mm-hmm. number one this bottle was free so anything free could always taste differently okay uh mm-hmm. secondly it actually is pretty good sadly enough so it came uh it was like part of like a gift bag that one of the hotels I stayed at and it's delicious and it's almost done so shout out to the hotel for providing wine number one you would check in that's hospitality okay and wine mm-hmm. water bottle chips and like a granola bar situation um mm-hmm. and a sycamore lane wine so it's actually really good um so shout out to the white I feel like me and the white have fights normally but I'm, I'm messing with this we have a pinot grigio at work that's pretty good Okay, so, yeah. so yeah. sprinkle the land. I think it just depends yeah, on the there. region. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I like that. So if you guys have a white wine that you like, recommend, uh, please shoot us a DM on Instagram or tag us. Or if you're affiliated with a wine, you want to send us some bottles to review, that would be a thing too. That we will... <laughs> That's um, the I always one. like to try <laughs> new things. Um, <laughs> always. <laughs> um, and since and since we're back and we've had an amazing start to our November, we're gonna take a shot. So we're gonna take a shot to hospitality queens. Take a shot if you love yourself. Well said. Sorry. Well said. <laughs> and this is about to look real cringy. Okay, so this is this is about to bring you back to if you guys ever go to a bar that like is plastic only but they don't have like the actual official little shot two ounce glasses you most likely have had a shot in this particular <laughs> cup okay this is normally a cup for like a one-on-one or like you know a single drink with a mixer but this is a cup that i decided okay yes there is a pickle in here because i have a jameson but i'm out of pickle juice okay so what i'm gonna do to improvise is just eat the pickle after i have this jameson shot so this is bartending 101 okay improvise okay improvise i don't got no pickle juice but i got a pickle 
Y'all gonna eat this pickle if you want pickle juice. Um, but also, if you don't have a two ounce pour glass, then you would go ahead and use a rocks glass, which I want to say this cup is a 10 ounce tumbler or eight ounce tumbler. Could be wrong for plastic cups. But if you guys have parties, we know we're going into holiday season, stuff like that. So this would be a great cup for one on ones, which is just one mixed shot or one shot of an alcohol with a mixed drink, or you could use it as a wine cup in your plastic. So I'm having a Jameson with a pickle um, back, literally. The pickle, pickle is the pickle is really the throwing me. Mommy. I know, I know, but it's actually so festive. And it, you, you see how I loved how that just went down? Like, I gave you guys the best explanation for this. Like, I explained myself. So if you're not on YouTube, number one, you can see it. So go back and check this out on YouTube. And this is like the way of life. You have to pivot sometimes. And so... Cheers. What you what you sipping on? See, she got the two on glass, y'all. See, this is the difference. This is the ratchet bar versus the regular bar. So it just depends on what bar you went to. Right now, it just it's, it just it's reminding me of that um the thing. Your cup is very low vibrational, Aaron. Yeah, you know the yeah. low vibrational weight. Yes, that that's, that's <laughs> if y'all are on YouTube, I look like how I feel. I'm like I'm still trying to get my bearings together. So. Your girl is just looking a mess all day long. And so it is what no, it is. Like my the ratchet bar. The <laughs> That's so funny. This is giving I'm I'm in a full ratchet attire, mentally, physically, <laughs> and emotionally, as I have this. So uh cheers to the hole in the wall bars. They got the yeah. best drinks. They pulled mm -hmm. up. Okay, this is not mm -hmm. a one and one half. Uh, this is a one and one half two ounce pull. That's where you can go and get Hennessy. No, okay. it's tequila. Ooh. Ooh, that's a Hennessy. That's the only time Ooh. I drink Hennessy in one of my bars that serve it out that. Hennessy and Red Bull. That's my drink when I'm at the when I'm at the hood spots. Ooh. Now we know what Whitney really about because I ain't doing that one. I ain't doing that. <laughs> I, ain't doing it. I, I hate Hennessy probably with a passion. Okay, I do, okay. I do. So cheers to uh just drink whatever you like. So cheers to you. All right. And, and if you love yourself, drink drink what you want. Sorry, I hate that crunch. It's a ratchet, but I ain't gonna pick a juice. It's oh crazy. <laughs> <laughs> So funny. So <laughs> this is where we are. Okay. Here, here. Yeah, we're here now. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna take it back a little bit. Uh, <laughs> has, November has moved so fast, and we've been just doing a lot of great things and moving around. So we're gonna talk about our weekend hospitality the first week of November. Kind of just taking it back. We're gonna we're gonna drill this month in a little differently for you guys. So how was your Halloween slash week mm. situation. Halloween. Damn, Halloween was on a Monday? It was on a Monday, right? It was a Monday, mm -hmm, which we would have normally recorded, but I feel like we didn't, right? Um, crumbling. Halloween was cool. What did we do? Yes. For, um, Jonah was a judge at school and then he was bluey when we went trick-or-treating that night our neighborhood was lit there was there someone was djing off of their um balcony it was lit um 
but we didn't really stay out that long because we started kind of late so it was super it was kind of dark so but jonah wasn't like he was ready he so i wasn't taking anything away from him um so it was cool um and i always end up hiding most of the candy he never even and it's not like his candy that he likes or on a regular so you know yeah but I don't know, have y'all heard about the Sprite, not the Sprite, the Skittles thing? Like Skittles is banned in like another country because of the ingredient. Yeah. Because of what now? Because of the ingredients. Uh-uh. And there was a hell of Skittles in everyone's thing. That was bothering me. I'm like, if I know, y'all gotta know. Well, you know, it's funny that you say that because I know that a lot of countries actually like ban and don't serve a lot of things that we serve here in this country. Right. So it's always very interesting. And I feel like that's like its own research project. Like what the hell will other countries not even allow that this country allows? Because right there, it's going to give you a red flag. It's, it's giving red flags, okay? Because if they're banning it because of certain ingredients and things, number one, they give a fuck about their people that live there, okay? Period. We, we see where we are, but... As we all know, like candy, sugars, it all spirals down to the same thing. So very interesting that it's banned there. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of candies that we eat and foods that's banned there. So shout out to them mm. for caring. I know. Those are people that care for me. It's lit. Wow. I wish we lived in a place well, like that. <laughs> Cheers. Sip on that. Okay, sip on it. And I'm actually sipping my wine in my flute glass that I got from the Great Fest that I did a while back. Love it. Oh, speaking of fest, I'm going to the Black Food Truck Festival this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about it. Um, so I'm trying to do like a, not like a cleanse this week because I know Sunday is going to go down. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I need to start a cleanse because... <laughs> This has been going down a lot. I, today, like, I actually, like, I got so much done, but I still have more to do. But, like, got mm-hmm. to cook for real. Like, cook, meal. Like, it felt, like, nutritious because I've been eating out for a minute. Like, mm-hmm. hardcore. Like, the bank account scream type eating out. <laughs> because yeah. I've been on the go. Um, mm-hmm. So, I went to Vegan Dale, which was a festival we had here is for vegans. Um, and it's, it, I think they do it in, like, four other states as well. Um, however, didn't get to fully enjoy the experience due to it being super cold and not having any heaters and super long lines. So, mm-hmm. um, Vegandale, if you guys, I think they do it in New York, Cali, and like a couple other places. If you have the opportunity to go, do it. But I would say prepare for the weather because they don't, okay? No <laughs> fires, no heaters, no nothing. So, a little bit disappointed in that because I was super excited. Number one, you guys know that. If you've been listening for a while, we've kind of transitioned our, our eating habits. Now, we might sprinkle and dab here and there, but for the most mm-hmm. part, we definitely, you know, have a very clean um, diet. Um, and so I was really excited just to see how other people create their foods. That's the point of a food festival, you guys, right? Y'all go in to eat, but it's also a creative mode to, like, find new things that you might not normally like. Like, use it, mm-hmm. use it as a educational moment as well but I did not get to enjoy they had a soul food place the line was about an hour and a half when I was asking people so it was just like a work because they had the greens they had the, the jump fried jambalaya they had a whole bunch of fries and I could smell it y'all I mean you could smell it 
oh they had but it was like well i think what the problem was is like you could see them on the grill you could see them dropping in the fry it's like mm. you, don't have, you have to do a more catering buffet style and then like maybe a flash fry for for consistency of hotness mm. versus like fresh pool order because i ain't getting none and like that's that was really what i had wanted they also had mm. a Philly cheesesteak there never could find a vendor something with when it's like a thing like that when it's so much people and like you either have to have a super duper limited menu where everything is just like literally already in its individual thing and you just you know like you have to really have a down pat for your shit to really like go because when it gets to like because i'm sure they probably started with a good little setup, but then you know, she they gotta real. start. You know, shit gets real. So that's just mm-hmm. tough. And you're not in your home kitchen. It's tough. It's very tough. Yeah, I worked in a food truck before, and it's like, it's hard. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I get what you mean, though. I feel like the yeah. key to that is having a set menu of limited items, y'all gonna have to get the full shebang on another day. Come back and see yeah. us. Yeah. Big facts. Um I think mm-hmm. that's like a thing like festivals and like, you know, large events. It it has to be thought about in a great execution place in in way because mm-hmm. otherwise like it just adds stress to the event. I was stressed mm-hmm. because the DJ was popping. DJ was lit, but it's like I couldn't enjoy the DJ because I was in line the whole time. Yeah, like, hungry. You know, nobody, nobody was in the line. Nobody was enjoying the DJ so much. Was everybody hungry and tired and cold? So it's like I could have worked off the cold if I would have got my food quicker and alcohol could have been flowing. Like it just, they miss. I feel like they missed an opportunity to really make it big, even though it was cold. Like. Everything was super spread out, so I'm like, this is the moment you probably need to move things a little closer if you can go ahead and eat mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, we'll get the food out quickly so they can maybe get more drinks at the bar, go to the DJ, like, find other ways for them to be interactive. So, you guys have events or you go to events, like, think about the people that you want to spend their coins, because I didn't get to spend as many coins, you know. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's happy, but my, food, <laughs> my my stomach was not happy. My hands were on ice, um, and I wore, like, layers and a bubble coat. Mm, that makes me so, think, damn. I, need, I feel like I do have gloves, but I might need gloves. It's going to be mm-hmm. in like the 50s. Um, what else? I believe where it's at, you can bring like your own chairs and stuff. I'm oh, yeah. not doing that. I feel like they have enough places for you to like sit and stand. I can stand and eat. I don't care. Um, but comfortable shoes, I feel. Mm-hmm. But I get it. We want to be cute, but... No, there's so no. many there's grass. so many cute comfortable <laughs> shoes that uh-huh. are out so like be comfortable like comfort is my thing like i want to be comfortable because you're eating a lot of food so i need i want loose fit i don't i want something loose probably mm-hmm. not a prop like oversized for sure so thousand percent just, like always look at the weather like i usually when it's like when it's summer and it's hot I know it's going to be hot, so I might not look. But when it's in a weird transition, like literally Saturday was like, if not 80, almost 80 degrees. Mm -hmm. And then Sunday was like finally like in the 60s. So a lot of people, like this one girl at work didn't look at the weather, thought it was going to be hot again and wore like a short skirt like we normally would. And it was cold. So it's like... 
the time just to look at the weather and layer. So you can take take it off if it gets too warm and tie it around your waist. Life hack. Life when you're going to concerts and we are definitely anything like season. that. Yeah, during the season, concerts, season. Mm-hmm. food festivals, like outdoor events. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like this season because it's just like I just don't thrive well in the cold. I thrive in the spring and summer. So it's like, it's just like, this makes me honestly like super hermit. Like I don't really want to do anything. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. And I'm going to try not to be like that this year, but it's just not given right now. Really? I don't like it. I'm not a, I'm not a cold weather person. Just not my vibe. Just not my jam. So no, same. um, And like the way the disrespectful weather is here is like, Nah, I'm good. Like I said, it was supposed to be 50. I had on a bubble coat, two shirts, <laughs> jeans, long socks, and boots. And I'm still cold? No, ma'am. I'm good. I'm going to go ahead. Stay at the house. <laughs> or like, it needs to be indoor. Like, I don't have time. And it needs to be a coat check because I want to hold my coat. Ooh. I need coat check. Okay. It's holiday season. It is coat check season. How do you coat checks if you have an event? Because people like me. If you go to a restaurant, people like me. Make sure you give me a, a big enough table to put my coat down, or you gonna have a coat mm-hmm. check. It's coat mm-hmm. check season. Check my coat. Yeah, and don't charge me if it's an event that I already paid for. Coat check should be free. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, get y'all get y'all logistical planning together, get y'all funds together. That's just my tip for the for that little vibe. So, going back to Hall- Halloween week, I actually went to a concert on Halloween. Mm-hmm. It was Black Coffee. He's a DJ. Um, he does more like a house EDM with mixed with a little Caribbean um, Afrobeat vibe. Liddy. Mm-hmm. Um, it was in Austin, Texas. Um, it was at this uh, what is it called? The Concourse Project, like center or whatever. Um, it was really cool. Super last minute, like kind of like standing room only kind of vibe. Nothing crazy, mm-hmm. but I was excited because like those type of events could usually be very much like intensely busy and big and all that. It was mm-hmm. indoor and it was not that crazy. So <laughs> your girl has space. That's good. You know, it's been a minute since I've been to like a concert in that capacity. So it's like, yeah. it's, it was nice to like have the space. He was lit. The DJ before him was super lit. So that was fun. Like, I feel like I started off November with a bizang with Black Coffee. Yeah. Like, it was lit and just enjoyed the moment and went to sleep. So I go to work the next day. But I went in and went and did that. So that was awesome. Did not dress up. Maybe. Um, but I did go to Austin that stayed in Austin for a few days over there for work and had some bomb food. Like number one, mm. Austin is known for the vegan foods. Like it's a vegan mm-hmm. community over there. It's a lifestyle. That's all I ate. And I went there with that on my mind because it's like <laughs> when in Rome, why not? Um, right. a couple of my favorite places in Austin is a citizens eatery. Uh, it's all vegan place. I want to say it's been over for like 20 years now, but like they have everything you can think of. I had a tofu sandwich, which I'm like, I'm like in between with tofu, right? Like if it's cooked mm-hmm. right, I love it. If not, it be too soft. It just, it's, it's mm-hmm. an in between. So I was feeling some type of way, you know, I was like, I don't know, but she recommended me and y'all know as being someone in hospitality, I love recommendations. I feel like if you eat yes. it, if you passionate about it, must be hitting on something. <laughs> That tofu was like 
Like, what? what is that? Like, it was not true. <laughs> like, it was, like, it was some crazy shit. Like, so, like, when you look at it, which also, like, the great part about, like, switching over to different foods, like, vegan and vegetarian, like, there's a lot of foods that we actually eat right now that's very similar and comparable to. It's just changing the palate. This yeah. is, like, a whole chicken breast sandwich, y'all. Like, could have fooled me. Like, they mm-hmm. had, they blocked that tofu up, and they seared it up. They, like, she said they seared it, pan fried. Like, I'm like... I mean, it was firm. It was, it was, it was giving chicken breasts, okay. But it was mm-hmm. chicken breasts, okay. So number one, that was like already like I'm like, dang, I would love to learn how to make that. So it was lit. It was a tofu sandwich, y'all. They also had a breakfast sandwich that was lit too. Everything is vegan. Everything was delicious. They have really good non-alcoholic drinks like mm-hmm. cucumber mint with basil, strawberry, turmeric, and lime. Like fire, amazing. Then I went to another, like, there's a vegan gnome place. They have, like, a pizza. No, they have, no, I like, they have burgers, tacos, and ice cream. Had a mm. burger. I love that. It, it was, like, it was, like, like, toasted, melted cheese, like, vegan burger. Delicious. One of the best burgers mm. I've ever had at the vegan burger. And I can make them at home, which I think they're pretty good. But this was, like, like the way they had melted that cheese and that bun. Oh, mm. the, the, oh, seriously, she don't know what you mean. Um, <laughs> and then the tacos was lit, and then the ice cream they had across all non dairy. Mm, and people, people were waiting 15 minutes for this ice cream, and I was like, sounds disrespectful, but B, it was worth the 15 minutes. I had a, it was like a what did they call it? Like a it's not that um, bad for what you had got. It was like a Girl Scout cookies. What is it? Mint cream. What's the, what's the cookies? Thin mints. Thin it, thin it. It was a thin it. It was thinning and it was mint. It was delicious. <laughs> so shout out to Austin. Those are like my favorite too. I ate a lot of other things as well, like vegan yacht, um, yacht place and everything like that. But delicious food. So I know if you guys are like not into the vegan stuff, don't discriminate. Just find a really dope place with really good reviews. That's the, all I can say. Don't go buying the shit by yourself when you ain't ready. Just yeah. go somewhere and like allow them to be that like introduction for you, so you can see the different ways and ins and outs. I don't recommend you buying anything on your own. I repeat, I do not recommend you buying any of the vegan products on your own without seeing how other people prepare it. Just don't do it. Oh, like buy at at the store? You mean? Yeah, because I feel like when uh, talk, like when you talk to people and they're like, ah, like they frown their faces because they probably tried a product that, like, they just tried it like a regular without like finding like like what the ways are to cook it because I feel like the only reason right. I really like it like it's always something I wanted to do but like it was just it wasn't given like mm-hmm. I'm a carnivore girl had to eat a chicken with every day like it wasn't giving mm-hmm. so I feel like I had to find ways for it to work for it to work and mm-hmm. I'm I wanted a chef like let's be real like I'm not to be up in here like when I buy a plant-based product and match some plant-based products to just have like a taste or a smell or or something. So number one, you have to learn your products and you have to learn how to cook it. So I would suggest someone like if you want to try to see what it's like, spend that money to go out to eat with someone else, but make sure the reviews is lit. Go on Yelp. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Yelp. 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 Like, and at this point, my head, like it's gotta be four stars. If it's given three and a half, I'm pretty much not gonna mm-hmm. have it. Like, cause four. It's got to have four stars. Look for vegan four star in your area. Read the reviews. Look at the pictures, y'all. If y'all visual, look at the pictures and then build on top of that. You won't be disappointed. 
you just won't because yeah. I feel like when someone cooks it for you number one I don't know about y'all but everything that I don't gotta cook is amazing number one number two is just like they've been doing it for a while so they perfected it and so you're just while learning so mm-hmm. give yourself that grace it's a transition you know so yeah I like give it that. some time y'all life hack life hack <laughs> we in there because the holidays are coming and like just the season of like going the f in on your eating and i don't have that desire like i have like i'm not the same person i was even like a year or two ago so mm-hmm. you know just ease your way in there it's everyone has their own journey but my 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 holiday season gonna be lit but it's gonna be with a, a different diet and it's still gonna be lit. Yeah. Yeah. trader joe's i just got this cranberry what is it cranberry red pepper it's something else spread. I ain't put it on none yet, but ooh, really, y'all. <laughs> I don't know. I had a vegan turkey sandwich. Where the hell did we get it from? Oh, it was this place that I went to. It was a turkey vegan sandwich, number one. Turkey vegan mm, didn't sound good to me, and I never had had vegan turkey. Yeah. It just didn't sound good. Blah, <laughs> and they had that cranberry on it, too. That's what, that was the correlation. Yeah. That was a correlation, mm-hmm. so... I'm gonna bust down a sandwich. I made a I made a BLT today. It was a vegan BLT, but I found this one particular um, brand for bacon dough. So mm. y'all, please be aware because I've tried other bacon's. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't doing it. Mm-hmm. You've got to learn that there's different brands. Sweetheart. I feel like that's mm-hmm. or was it Sweetheart or Sweatheart? It's one of the two. One of my favorite like vegan brand stuff. They have a pizza. <laughs> that thing nasty. The um. The burgers, dang nasty. Bacon, mm-hmm. nasty. Just throw some seasoning on there. Garlic, garlic, onion powder, garlic powder, zatarans, lemon pepper. Your friends. So it's nasty. You just have to add seasoning to it. If it's nasty, yeah, you just add seasoning. If even if like some vegan products I've tried, like it has a smell. But mm-hmm. my goal is to like allow some different like fresh herbs and stuff to change the smell and change the flavor. But mm-hmm. you gotta like you gotta keep going in like. I go through garlic like there's no tomorrow. Um, like all your powders or your onions, I use a lot of fresh onion or bell peppers. Like cook it in there and let it cook. Like put it on low. Don't fast cook. Cook it on low. That way it's like simmering. And keep tasting it. Try it. Taste it. I got like Italian seasoning, zatarans, like you name it. My seasoning cabinet on lid. Paprika, mm. cayenne. You got you got the season up. I might have high cholesterol. I can't tell you. I don't know. I I guess I don't know. I guess it depends on it depends on the brand. Cause I found some stuff, but it'd be it good. Does. I haven't haven't had to add that much seasoning to my shit. But um but yeah, that's a good um good rule of thumb though to add. Yeah, season to, trying season to taste. Um season to taste. Season to taste. Sure. <laughs> so that could be good though. Um bringing like a vegan dish if you're doing a Friendsgiving or something like that or a potluck. So find something you want to bring and see if there's like a vegan option and like kind of work on it before. Like make one for yourself before. Make sure it's good and then make another one for the for your event. So it's like yes. introducing something new to your coworkers or to your family, your friends, whatever. So I think that's cool too. Yeah, my goal is to step up my dessert game because I've actually been elevating my dessert game. I make bomb desserts uh, right now, mm-hmm. but like now I really want to get into the baking and like cheesecakes and cakes and pa- like I want to. 
I don't know, but that's the goal. That's the goal. I really want to like make a lot of like cakes and pies and all the things. It's because I love sweets. Y'all know me and Whitney always got to have a dessert. So that's Mm -hmm. really, that's, that's really what I'm missing in my life. Like I just bake cookies when I, when I made food today, like I'm telling you, I cooked everything. I'm like, I baked cookies and everything already. Mm -hmm. It's ready for me. And I'm not going to eat it after the show because it's going to put me down. That's funny. Mm-hmm. We have one of our regulars in like for the past couple of weeks, she's been bringing in like homemade cookies and pastries and stuff for us. She's she a real one. Oh, yeah. like have you guys ever had someone like a regular or a coworker that's just always bringing food? I had one when I worked at my last company and she was my coordinator and mm-hmm. she would always cook and she would always bring a plate. And I'm just like, you are so thoughtful. Cause I ain't bringing no plates. Thoughtful. <laughs> no. So thoughtful now. Nah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a share food work kind of girl. Mm-hmm. But she was always. I mean, she's bought us like enchiladas and ribs and steaks. Like she would cook and literally bring it to her. So shout out, shout out, shout out to Christy. Do you remember? That makes me think of Fridays when we used to have like. A time frame where we used to um, make breakfast on Sunday mornings. Do you remember that? Like everyone would bring in breakfast. Mm-mm. You don't Mm-mm. remember that? Mm-mm. Not even a little bit, actually. That's yeah. But I don't remember a lot, y'all. I don't know what some of my memories. Are but maybe you didn't work there then. But um, we never could really bring in like outside food like that or anything like that at Fridays. They're pretty strict on like shit like that but um the manager the kitchen manager at the time was joe i think that was his name joe and um i don't did he have a bald head maybe oh this is what but, I mean. um, working y'all i, but I think maybe joe? he didn't work there but i think his name was joe maybe it wasn't joe but he was like kind of had like a he came <laughs> from a different fridays and he was kind of like how you know some people have like the what is it the <laughs> reputation of being like not that nice or like yeah, I don't want to yeah, say mean yeah. but not you know some people are just like stern and like mm-hmm, they're not joking mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. so it was like a thing that like he was so cool about like us bringing in breakfast and like we all brought in stuff um every Sunday it wasn't it was the redhead thing. one it wasn't the redhead guy like skinny tall no he was older he was older that was Kevin was it Kevin? Oh, that could have been Kevin. That that name sounds familiar. But I, that wasn't him. It was he was older. I don't think I know a Joe. I don't think I know a Joe. Yeah, and it might not be Joe, but mm. it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I might be making that up. <laughs> I gotta text Jess and ask her. But it's somebody. <laughs> can't wait i remember when me and uh whitney went back to uh tampa and we visited jess so we just talked about she's a friday og and it was so many people like she would talk about or say and like we mm-hmm. couldn't remember and we were <laughs> really? like, she was like like where have you guys been to all and it's like no i just i sometimes <laughs> like life happens and you move on and so people that may not have i don't want to sound mean but like they don't have like a significant part in your life you may not just remember like and then she's one guy. worked there so like yeah, she continued on there. so like we're not going to remember how she remembers don't remember. i was trying to explain to this per- her this person and she probably still didn't get it to this day like she was texting oh me my god <laughs> i still don't know I'm like, you're making this nigga because i don't know who this is it was. <laughs> i just i think that's like i said like I, like the name 
names are wrong. And so we talked about on the show one time about like the significance of names. Like when you tell somebody your name, like, do they remember or whatever? Like that, that's, that's a thing. Like names are important. However, like how people's memory set up to remember the name is also important. Like what lasting memory did you leave? I don't know. I don't really be thinking about that. Like, am I leaving a lasting memory? I feel like if you leave one, you leave one. Like, I'm not trying to do nothing. Like, epic. (laughs) Of course, you're gonna remember me, but I'm not trying. But do they remember the name? I feel like I don't know. I feel like my name is easy to remember. I don't know, but fucking Joe is easy to remember too. That's probably not that man name. So shit, I don't know. <laughs> uh, like Kiki Palmer, sorry to that man, but I don't know. I just know that he let us bring breakfast. Yeah, I don't remember the breakfast lit. part. I, I don't, I, I must have been gone already. So um, I, I left Fridays. I want to say, did I go to blend with Jen? I think Possibly. maybe. I think so. Um, Jennifer is also one of my awesome friends from Tampa, Florida. Go check her out at Ocean Prime um, in Tampa, Florida, if you guys are there. Um, but I wanted to, I left Fridays and I went and worked at a couple other restaurants in Tampa. I worked at Smoky Bones, which ended up being Nancy also worked there. Where she was one of the managers at Fridays and then she moved mm-hmm. to uh, Smoky Bones, which is like a barbecue kind of concept. Um, and then I worked at Blend Lounge as well, which is like a owned by World of Beer, which is just like their little sidebar. And then I worked mm-hmm. at Ebor Jazz House, that club. You know what? Mm-hmm. That reminds me, like one. It's like a difference in like um, like restaurant versus bar and club because I would walk in like, you know, restaurant, you kind of get paid an hourly wage depending on the state will depend on the amount. But like at the club, it was like we got like a flat amount to just arrive. So like every day you arrive, like you made X, Y and Z. So you like you always walk mm-hmm. in the door with something like that was like their cash paid out, kind of like an hourly pay. Um, mm-hmm. and whatever extra tips she would get. So shout out to Ebor Jazz House. Like you, I never not wanted to go to work because I always knew I was walking in with something, mm-hmm. and it was fun, you know. So I think that's dope. Like as a server and bartender, like sometimes, you know, the state like Dallas or Texas is two thirteen an hour, two dollars and thirteen cents an hour if you are a server or bartender, and there's some weird positions out there that do the same. And mm-hmm. so when you guys are out in restaurants and stuff like that, please be mindful, $2.13, even with the bullshit that's going on in the economy. So please, like, if you got the money to go out and you don't have the money to tip, please reconsider. Don't do it. Get to go. Do something. Eat at home. Like, we are going to a season, and we're in, a rec- like, a weird place economically. Like, think about that. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like Tampa, I want to say it was, like, was it three or five? an hour i couldn't yeah. remember but i know it was more like you got more and oh yeah it was i just more. couldn't remember i couldn't remember yeah i don't know but it was more but yeah and then like that. some places like you know i've been to some places here where like they give their certain like like they know it's a slower like concept so they pay more per hour but mm-hmm. typically like most concepts and most things they get 213 an hour you guys be mindful when you're out and you're tipping like these people may not make a lot, you know, if they're your cashier and it has tips, they could be making minimum wage and trying to make it that tip money. 
Yeah, um, a lot of I'm learning that a lot of places do tip sharing, and I never mm. even that never even crossed my mind because I've never worked at a place that did tip sharing like mm. ever. And it's like <clears throat> this girl said her boyfriend worked at like some place in Mount Pleasant here, and he would make like say six hundred dollars. Like you know, you could tell how much you made, but you have to split that with everybody and like. I just feel like there's so much room for error. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just because tip pooling to me means someone's stealing your money. Someone's stealing it. I don't know why, but it just, it, I don't trust it. Cause it's just too, it can, there's too many, like, cause you don't know what everyone else made. Like, oh, man. you just don't That's know. Still for me. You don't like know. It's maybe like less, they don't, they work less versus harder. If they already know they're gonna get make money regardless, like not necessarily stealing, maybe like it's more like a unfair tip pool, right? Like because it's like okay, y'all got to share, but like Whitney going hard in the paint, she getting she getting fifty percent tips, and then Joe Blow on the side legit doing the bare minimum, and he ain't even getting ten percent because nobody like him. Mm-hmm. So I can mm-hmm. see where that could be like a moment, not necessarily stealing, but maybe like definitely unfair chip share i don't really like to share my tips either unless it's like equal work um Mm -hmm. so i get that i I totally get that um but i think restaurants only do it because they're trying to you know keep their people they just don't really know how to do that in a better effective way tip sharing is not it um the only Mm. time i guess i've tip shared is bartending with one like you know when we're all working behind the same bar yeah that because we're all taking care of all the customers but Serving and tip sharing, hell no. That's just, I feel like a recipe for disaster because you can't control how everyone is working and it's just not fair. I don't think it's fair. And I don't see the benefit of tip sharing. Like who does it benefit in the end, you know? Because if I make, if I legit make 600 and someone else makes 200, that doesn't make sense. Like, you know, we shouldn't make, we shouldn't be splitting tips. No, we're all making yeah. six, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Seven. Yeah, I, I mean, it still wouldn't make sense to split because we're all making the same thing. So, like, right, right. I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I want to yeah. know what the origin and like what the I think end the, goal I think the benefit is, is yeah. like feeling. Uh, feeling like not everyone's getting the right amount of money. But I think it's like also depends on the layout of the restaurant and the concept and what they do because they should be able to find another way to balance out the funds. Like, okay, if Whitney's section is bigger so she could take more to, you know, more tables at a time so she has bigger parties so she might be making guap. But my section is actually like smaller and only boobs and only intimate. So I'm not really making as much because people are going to sit in my booth for four hours and like they just close the shift out with me. So I wasn't able to turn that table. So I think that can kind of go both ways. But like restaurants, like even when they do the floor chart, they need to be thinking of like big table, boom, boom, boom. So it's like, if it doesn't, if it doesn't make sense on your floor chart, then you need to rearrange your restaurant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, speak on it. Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. it's because it's like, oh, this one section, yes, it's big. It's a big area in, in the 40s, for instance, right? The 40s, it just has a lot more space. They could put a lot of big tables. But however, the 30s and 40s, or the 20s and 10s have all booths. It's like, well, 
we kind of need to have a balance it out somewhere. Like, where do we get the balance? So I think it's it's a it's an operational kind of thing. But sometimes when you're in the thick of things and you're just trying to get that margin, that bottom line, you even think about your people. And then you're like, oh, well, let's just tip chair because that way everybody makes money. It's like, nah, nah, you need to restructure your restaurant. I think people just don't want to do the work to restructure to help their people. Yeah, that's crazy. It's, yeah. it's 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 some cap so it's like remember, highway robbery it is it is i remember when i worked at ida claire um here in, in the Aston area one of the biggest like things that i hated about the restaurant is because you everybody only got four table sections like that's it like it doesn't matter how good you are right only four table sections and it's got busy it was so busy super busy restaurant like you had to do pivot point seating like it was just like hell like the lady in the back in the kitchen area was like hell's kitchen yelling at you get there mm. it was just it was frantic <laughs> it was it was too much you know because it was like okay well you only give me four table sections like i can run 10 all right i get angle get 10 tables but at least give me five give me six you know it's like <laughs> it was like i felt like my money was limited because i'm bored most of the time and then i want a biscuit right. y'all, wasn't, y'all wasn't giving no biscuits right. like i wasn't giving no free meals so it's like there's no and then right. it's like well do side work you can't be sitting doing nothing. do side work do this it's like well give me two more tables so I can have more to do, so I don't have to how do doing side work all day. How many servers would be on? Ten. It would be like at least always ten, oh, 10 servers at a time. Four. T- we, that's why we have four tables. It was a huge restaurant, inside and out. So technically, so what like, if instance, somebody called out? Would you get another no, table? It would just close it. Your section. But now nah, they would uh, keep it because it was so lit. But like they would spread it out, but in, in an unfair way. If you have ten servers on and only one called out, and we only get four table sections. Ain't nobody coming through. And then some of the sections, yeah. they were like three table sections because they had like a bigger table. So like, wow. instance, like they had these really big tables. However, they could put one of those things in the middle where you would share the table. So it was uh, like you could get two or you could get one. And it just depends. Wow. It's one of those super cute restaurants where it's like people do stay a while. Like I've learned, mm-hmm. I've learned recently, like um, a lot of places have to put caps on their brunch because people brunch too much okay y'all brunching and y'all lunching and it's like nah just get the brunch lunch and go but they stay in too long because it's like people have like hella reservations it's always a way for brunch because people want to go out they want to mingle tingle they want to get them bottles of mimosas and about three four hours later y'all still at the table that's a cap that's a no so i notice a lot of places now to two hours like you got two hours which i feel like that's very a long time it's a long mm, time. Yeah. To I feel like it should be two hours. hours if it's a bigger party, but a smaller party, 30 minutes, hour cap. Like, I think if it's a smaller party, maybe the kitchen, maybe like the, the, the time of the food coming out has time to be in account of that too, because two hours is OD. But I Kinda. think like you have to think about it, right? Like generally speaking, I can see the two hours. I can see it. So Generally speaking, okay, one person, let's say we have a reservation for 12 o'clock, okay? 12 o'clock, mm-hmm. all right, you have a party of four. Two arrive at 12. 12 well, yeah, 15, like if, yeah. Two more, so your party of four is fully there. Now they finally mingle and tingle. Then they ready for the app about 12.30. They still talking, getting the drinks in, they bullshitting the food. The, the app don't come out to 12.45 at this point. They still cackalacking. They don't know what they want. So they technically didn't even mm-hmm. order the entrees to closer to 1, 1.15. So they get the entrees. They still and eating and getting drinks. And so, boom, two hours has went by that quick on that one. No, time. I see that, but that's because they're 
being oh, yeah. typical stupid ass customers. Much. But if they knew that you had two hours, they would if they knew that they only had two hours, they would all be on time. Yeah. They wouldn't take that long. They would have right. more of like a understanding of we can't be lollygagging. So we mm. need to have our shit together. Yeah. And I think like for instance, yeah. like I make reserv like I like making reservations on open table or Ritzy, like all the little things if you can make a reservation, like why not, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like in those they should be having those disclaimers where it's like, hey, like for yeah. brunch, like this is popular. Like you're gonna have you're gonna have this table like m- like at max from twelve to two. Like you have two hour mm-hmm. max. Like those disclaimers need to be out there because I feel like what throws the the guests and the customer off is where now you want to put a cap, but you yeah. it wasn't forthcoming or like the host and like who as a host you don't want to tell nobody you gotta be done in two hours. That's just mm-hmm. that's sticky. You need that to come mm-hmm. from the upper. Because I feel like people like accept it and understand it a little bit better. Like if it's coming from upper management, they'd be like, "I, I." But it's coming from the little door girl that's stressed out, phone ringing, people in her face. Is they they gonna give her the smoke? And that's mm-hmm. like, okay. Po- shout out to the hostesses. I know weekends and brunch, they be going through it. And I've one thing I've like learned from observing hostesses, they're not really the best in like pivoting sometimes. Like or you know they need a little help and support with those passive aggressive customers in the beginning so like if you guys see your hosts going through it help them out you mean like as a customer or the as a uh, worker Uh, okay like help them out like if you're if for me example right i have a four table section at, at this little spot i'm not busy all the time so if i'm at the host stand i see her busy and or like I can pass my tables if the menus aren't being used. Like little mm-hmm. things you can help your host, right? Or like, or your even your section buddy, right? Like, oh, the table's dirty. Like, we busy. We got a long wait in line. Let me go ahead and help. Even if I'm walking to the back already to dump some dirty dishes, let me pick up these mm-hmm. dishes and and do that because it goes it goes all the way around. You'd want them to do it for you. You want it to do it for for them. Like pre busing is probably one of my biggest pet peeves in a restaurant. Like pre bus as much as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people just still don't like they don't think about the cleanliness of the table. Like I want, I'm gonna eat more if there's less on the table because I feel like I need more because I'm just being fat. Yeah. Like now I'm eating mm-hmm. and on the table I need something on the table. So if you keep putting my plates up, I might order again. I might want a dessert. Like it's the illusion as well, you know, when you're out in a restaurant. Like, and then you describe like the way we talk about like suggestive sell like I'm I am the gullible person and I'm in the industry so it's really easy but if you're gonna tell me like what well, we went to this place Bula in Tampa we were just mm-hmm. chilling we were just chilling we wouldn't even think about nothing crazy the, uh, the yeah. servant has sold us on a shot and we we was all yep. like by the time we had got sold on we three in we all was like dang she got us like because it was the way she said it the, the energy she brought the suggestive sell she kept you know, su- suggesting something, number one, we didn't think about. And number two, that she made sound amazing. And our check average per person was lit because she did a suggestive sell even in the downtime. It's like, oh, you don't know what you want to eat? Well, let's do this. You know, oh, mm-hmm. you don't know what you want yet? Oh, let's do this. Like her, mm-hmm. I think she was like definitely a great example of like pivoting to get your check average up. If someone's lollygagging, mm-hmm. your girl, you you have a table that's lollygagging, girlfriends ain't seen each other in a while. Then And they, they here for the bottom of mimosas. Tell them, hey, would you like to add a floater to that? Uh, we can get mm-hmm. you some uh, grandma, yeah, we can get you some Saint Germain. Like, whatever you could add on the tip to, to charge up, that's what y'all need to be doing because they they cackle lacking. 
and they're here for the free mimosas because it's a mm-hmm. movie. Y'all need to be, you know, upselling. Or would you like to have a shot of espresso? Like, espresso more you to finish. Like, you know, something to, like, help your check average up. So if they're going to sit there and y'all don't have a cap for two and a half hours, you're going to get that guap. Because they're going to be here three yeah. hours wasting my time. You better get be be running it espresso. Up. <laughs> it's so funny because I'll, like, I'll um be, like, say, do you want to start with, and I'll name something, mm-hmm. like name mm-hmm. something, and they'll be like, "Well, what is your favorite?" And I'm like, "I just told you, like the things mm-hmm. that I just that I just said, like yeah, those are the things. Like I'm telling you the things that I like already. Yeah. So, but no, people really like that. They're like, okay, we'll get that. I'm like, yeah, get it. It's good. I promise. Bye. Yeah, and I think that's that they feel like because I have been to places where like it can be very robotic, where it's like let me tell you the future. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't mm-hmm. know like what they like, and you have to ask like, well, what do you like? Mm-hmm. Because it's like it's sounding robotic, not saying that you do, but it's like if you go to some places that just be like, mm-hmm. but do you eat this though? You know, mm-hmm. like you want to look like, do you eat this? And so, you know, I think. If you if you ask your server what's their favorite, and you don't believe them, you <laughs> your energy is not in the place to receive. Okay, you're not ready to receive yeah. this because palettes are different, right? And so sometimes mm-hmm. a certain, certain server will suggest something I don't like, like mussels. I don't like mussels. Like if you suggest more mussels and oysters, that's not gonna be my jam. I'm not gonna feel no type of way. You know, so I might be like, okay, well, between this and this and what I like, what would you suggest, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're going out, like, your server might not be entwined with you. They might eat a whole bunch of crap you don't want, you don't like. But yeah. if you have two things that's like, keeping your mind, ask them what's the most popular out of the two, because it's like, if somebody's coming here just for the crab cake, I gotta get that crab cake. That's why you should get the crab cakes. Yeah. Yeah. Crab cakes. I feel like, I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know what? One One journey I would be down to do is a crab cake uh, traveling tour. Who got the best crab cake? We have really good crab cakes because there's no filler. It's just crab. Everything is, uh, yeah. And it's, they're really big and they're usually served with like a, he'll do like mm. a, like a arugula mm. salad or some type of like salad with like a really good, like light vinaigrette. So good. Yeah. All crab meat. That's my favorite. Like there's a place called Kenny's mm-hmm. Wood Fire Grill, and it's just a half of, or is it is a pound of just crab meat. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, the best. Yeah, that's 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 the one we miss. It's the seafood. It's mm-hmm. no longer the chicken. It's no longer the beef. It's just yeah, seafood is is lit. It's lit. I don't. Yeah, seafood's lit. I agree. Um, what's tomorrow Tuesday? I don't know how if. It's probably not that way there, but on Monday and Tuesday here, a lot of places are closed. Yeah, I've run out. into that. I've run into that. But I think that's kind of like a new thing as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I was in Austin, I realized like a lot of the vegan spots I wanted to go to, stuff like that, they were closed on Mondays. Um, they were back open in business on Tuesday, but I've noticed a lot of places closed on Monday, which I guess I could kind of see, number one, like whatever works, you know, in your profit margin. Yeah. They, know, they know the demographic. However... Mondays are actually one of the days that I just actually would rather not cook. Um, so it's very different. Like you know, I'm I'm one of those like on Monday I probably would eat out. I ain't gonna lie. 
Yeah. Because um, I don't like it's the beginning of the week. I have a lot going on. I don't really want to cook. Like I want to just focus on like getting the week started. I would love to go out on dinner on Mondays, but I have noticed a lot of people people are closed on Mondays. Yeah, I mean, where I work is closed on Mondays, but I mean, I don't want the places that I want to eat at to be closed on Monday. Big facts. Like, I feel like Monday's one of those days that I think, you know, everybody's just different. I feel like, 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 just like going to the grocery store on a Sunday is dreadful, right? Because there's so Mm -hmm. many people at the store on Sundays because they're getting prepped for the week. And some people start their week off where they're like prepping and they're going to stay home and blah, blah. But I'm like the opposite. Like, I've done so much to get my week started. So, like, the last thing I want to do is really be domestic. Um, but yeah. here I am. I made a, a three-quarter meal salad. Um, I made like a um, Trader Joe's has like a vegan ravioli situation. It's like they mm-hmm. have like this ra- they have a, an amazing ravioli selection, by the way. My kid, they mm-hmm. have all the raviolis you speak of. Um, but they have that, and I did not know what I want to do with it. So I sauteed some veggies. I have some uh it's gardein, it's beefless beef. Olive oil, mm-hmm. all the seasonings, y'all. Things people seasonings, and then I put the uh the marinara <laughs> sauce on it, and I baked it. I baked that thing with, with the ravioli. Mm-hmm. Sure, mm-hmm. sure should be good. It was good. it was busting. It was busting, and I yeah. made a little Caesar, a uh, vegan Caesar salad with cucumbers and um, cucumbers and carrots, and we're gonna have a um. I don't know what I'm make the dessert as, but it's gonna be a cookie situation. It's like okay, those are the things. Like it sounds great, but I'm still tired and I still have like laundry to do <laughs> and things like that. So it's like if I would have got that delivered, right? Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. To the to oh my um, god! I had a um butternut squash soup from Panera. Mm. In a bread bowl, very mm. top tier. Just really? saying, top tier. It's like I'm, I'm a like butternut squash kind of girl. It's I'm so good. Because I was somewhere and I had a butternut squash ravioli, and it was fire. The ravioli, it's it's ravioli though. I think I got so it's like that. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of. I'm like, oh, it was so good. And had the little um, what is it called? Pepitas, like the little nuts on like as a little garnish on top. It was really good. I don't know about that. Very tasty. I, so if I, you ever I, I if you like butternut squash soup, get the one from Panera. It's good. And very filling. I've never like been a bread bowl kind of girl. But I didn't want anything else, so I needed something that was going to be really filling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was good. I liked it a lot. I'm I'm usually I usually steer away from breads, but right now it's going down, y'all. I'm I'm a bread <laughs> and pasta. Like I'm going in. Pita is my jam. Pita. I'm mm-hmm. I'm pita breading it and hummusing all day. Today mm-hmm. I had cucumber and hummus, which I back, but I had to. I girl went back and air fried the pita. It was like, girl, pick all the pita. I can't stop. <laughs> I can't stop. I'm addicted to Peter right now. It's like a whole. There's a thing. I don't have my phone, but I'll. I think I sent it to you. A thing that said like, where your pimples are is where you have to. (laughs) Yeah. Where like. (laughs) Because it's funny. I I feel like I. Like what you have to like. 
focus on what your yes. body needs help with. So yes. I just, no, I just got a pimple. No. Mm-hmm. The other day, I never get pimples. And I was like, I was like, wow. So that's really cool. I'm going to post it. Um, But I have all these like herbal teas and stuff already. So I was just looking at the stuff of the ones that I had. I'm like, okay, so cool. So this is good for that. So I'm just going to drink this tea. Um, But but yeah, I think that's super cool and important to know that. I had no idea that oh, it even know. mattered. Yeah, I know. But it had Deanna like how to deep with that. I think Deanna, because she's an esthetician, esthetician. Mm-hmm. So she used to do like facials and stuff uh, when she was in school. So she put me onto that like years ago, like different parts, because I mm-hmm. go through a lot of like skin problems. Like I have not amazing skin and it's hereditary. Like I get it from my dad. So, but like I'll notice like different things pop up in different areas and I can notice it that's why I started taking the the mecca where like mm-hmm. you know I had like I had and then I was a cat at one point y'all chin hair just busted out the seams right so then mm-hmm. now I took this product that like pretty much my waxer was like okay you know you're also like you have too much to testosterone and like hormones are changing life's changing body's changing so like I make sure I have to like I have to make sure that I'm taking my pre prebiotics I have to make sure my hormones are balanced I have to make sure that I'm like sweating out certain things and my hair does not mm-hmm. grow like that anymore so it's like mm-hmm. a body change because we change over time so the pimple thing is totally a thing I just naturally like now I go through the phase like even if like I've learned that sometimes if I wear the same foundation for too long like that's one of the, my biggest things now like I change foundations you can see a difference already from just like changing the fact that you use a product for too long and so like whatever areas you may need it could pop up more or it could just be because you're using a product way too long changing mm-hmm. your brushes like all the things that were makeup and cosmetics so i feel like i see pimple that's why i laugh i was like man i already know everything's going down like i know when my hormones mm-hmm. all balanced thousand percent it'll pop up in here mm-hmm. so i used to always see it like at the bottom and that's why I want to have my whiskers. I'm like, bitch, what's going on? And so yeah. it's like, it was hormonal, but it's like testosterone. But it's like, because your body's changing. And as women, like our bodies are always changing and growing and things like that. And nobody tells you what these 30s is like. I repeat, nobody tells you what these 30s is like. So what is like, it don't like? Sleep on your, don't sleep on yourself. Like, take your vitamins, take your herbs. Uh-huh. Like, realize that like what you needed in your 20s is not what you need in your 30s. You need to up your game. Like I, my mm-hmm. vitamin selection is ridiculous because I need different things. Plus, like I've dealt with like a lot of like health issues around me, so it really mm-hmm. heightens things within myself. Like seeing what my my family is going through when their health makes me more aware to make sure that I'm incorporating those things into my health. Mm-hmm. Like electrolytes, magnesium, potassium. People can go into cardiac arrest. From having low of any of those three things this happened i've seen mm-hmm. it go down okay saw it mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's a wrap for me i didn't put no respect on magnesium and potassium bro like i didn't electrolytes like i wasn't not to the point where i was consciously aware right of course right not, but i'm very much consciously aware i'm very much i i know exactly if i'm drinking too much coffee and if i'm having too much caffeine and if i'm not drinking enough water like your body will tell you it's just about learning your body like mm-hmm. if I'm drinking like if I have too much caffeine and enough water, I'll get back aches. Mm-hmm. Like instantly. And people like, ignore the signs too. And fluids and like you could just tell it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm hurting. I'm like, I need to drink more. I need to flush it out. I need to flush it out. So it's just it's just those little things. So I only mm-hmm. laugh because I'm like, 
okay, girl, we going through. We going through. And then when I yeah. stress, like when I'm stressing out, like it's all up in here. This is a whole. No, it was good. It was like saying stuff like colon and all kinds of other Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. other things. It's so cool. It's so funny. This girl the other day said she was like, "Whitney, do you work out?" And I laughed. I was like, "No." She's like, "I feel like you're the only one that doesn't complain about like their body hurting and aches and pains and stuff like that." And I'm like, and I don't think I'm like I know I'm not like a super health nut or anything like that, but I just be. I'll take a herbal tea in a heartbeat. Like I just have mm-hmm. a bunch. I'm just so into that. And I, I give it away. Like this guy at work always always sees me drinking tea and I'll like give him some. Like it's disgusting, but it's good for you. And he was like, bring me some tea, bring me something. He's like, just bring me anything. Bring me like the nastiest thing that you have. I'm like, it's not about it being nasty, but something this could be like a really bitter herb. Mm-hmm. So that's why mm-hmm. it tastes like that. So it's just everything's different. So I just brought in some stuff, like, based on, like, what I could see that maybe he could benefit from. Mm-hmm. So I gave it to him. He's like, I can have all of it. I'm like, yeah, like, I'll just buy more if I need it, but I have so much. And this girl, like, came in, and she was like, if she's giving you that, take it. Take it. She's like, she had this girl I worked with. She did something to her toe, and her toe was fucked up. So I gave her, her this stuff, and it's mm-hmm. like, you don't ingest it. You just boil it, and you just put it on the oh, wound uh-huh. and she mm-hmm. was like the next day it was yeah. lit and I'm like yeah. yeah like I just have things like that because you just never know when some shit like that may go down and you need something yeah. you have small children like shit goes down like it's better I feel than buying the over the counter crap that's not gonna work you're gonna use the whole tube have to buy more like this thing you use a little bit and boom it's cured and a few days so thousand percent thousand don't sleep on the on the herbal things it's lit and it's not expensive herbs are life okay yeah that right there is the name of the show herbs are life okay if you (laughs) don't have herbs in your life you will most likely die young okay yeah um so get your get your life together and it's also it's it's a mindset change changing the way you eat changing the way you view and respect your body my body's not the same, but it's like the crazy part about it. It's like I used to weight train. I would go so hard in the gym, and I would eat clean. <laughs> but if I re- when I think when I look at it now, it's actually like it's flabbergasting. I can't even lie because it's like I would I was working so hard really to burn off the bullshit I put in mm-hmm. my body. Like I was mm-hmm. working harder to pull it off, and now I work less, and the the shit don't stick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make it make sense y'all at the gym doing two a day okay okay bigger than I am now but it was because I was trying to work off the meat like eating clean is your protein and your your side and your veggie and it's like not necessarily right like you could have all that minus the protein the protein is actually super hard to digest and if you're incorporating in the gym you're doing the pre-workouts you're doing all these other things and you're drinking a lot of water like the gallon of water a day it inflates your body like so your body is full of like toxins and water and it's just fine kind of sugars and trying to find its way to like balance out so it's like you just think about releasing one component which could just be me release mm-hmm. that's less work on your body to digest so mm-hmm. i eat the most carbs i've eaten in a really long time like i used, i was a low carb girl for years but just having my protein um uh, but i'm yeah. going to the gym and still not happy so it's like now that i took the protein out i'm like oh like i'm lighter it's like, 
Yeah. It's lit. And I People get bread. And I'm and like, bread. why? Right. They're like, why do you not eat? I'm like, it, it just changes the way my body feels. I feel mm. so much lighter mm. when I'm not eating meat. It's just a different, it's a whole it's, different vibe. It's a whole vibe. Y'all. Like, do what you want to do. Live your life. Yeah. That's not, that's not the purpose. But of just try it. Yeah, try it out. You, you might like try it. it. Out. Try it 30 out. Days. Because I'm telling you right now. Dog, I saw this thing. So it's, it's I love doing a little challenge. But um Hey, it's a challenge. What's her name? Glorilla. Um I'm F I E E So she just came out with her with her EP. So she's been doing a lot of interviews, but she said that um she was just a regular girl. She got a job at wherever, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And her and her friend was, you know, young. They're young. Just how everyone is young, dating, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they came across a lot of fuck niggas, normal shit, right? Okay, period. But they decided to do a cleanse, 60 days. Mm-hmm. By the end of the 60 day, her song, Fuck Nigga Free, blew up. And she stopped. Stop fucking with all the niggas. Yeah. Cutting people off. She said they were eating right. Like, they were, like, doing all these things, like, taking mm-hmm. away things and changing, like, mm-hmm. their patterns. And she came up. So that's yeah. for anybody. If Like, and I love that, like, if you're trying to work on something, you want something to change, take away the things that are distracting you yeah, and watch your sure. life change. For sure. Watch that shit change. For sure, I, I love, love that. That's that's a word right there. Um, take away things that no longer serve you. You guys are we're ending a, an amazing year. Twenty twenty was about growth, transformation, and finding yourself. I hope that you found yourself. If you have not, you got a couple more weeks up in this nasty thing. Go ahead and go ahead and make it do what it do. Um, if you have not found yourself, but I, you know, I was just suggest a cleanse to the end of the year and like be consistent. Love on yourself. And maybe what you need to come will come in those moments. But mm-hmm. this year was about transformation. I transform in beautiful ways that I didn't know exist. Um, and this is because you always had the idea, but allowing it to fester. Get the fuck off social media where it's telling you mm-hmm. to do something different and find your own vibe and find your own zone. If if you lame, then you lame and let them, like, you can come up with a rap because I'll freestyle on you in a minute. But what are you going to do that? So just end the year with a bang. In the year with mm-hmm. you loving on yourself and do whatever works for you. Now, if you ain't ready to let go, like, I never really want to let go to creamy crack, right? That's the perm from a natural. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, this is a creamy crack. You never heard that term? No, I know exactly what you're talking um, about. I'm just like, what? You know, it was about letting go, though. So, like, I've been natural for a long time. I've been natural hair for a long time. However, I was do protective style. So, it necessarily didn't really embrace the natural because a lot of work. Okay, I still mm-hmm. don't want to do the work. Okay, however, I'm still learning to embrace it more and more each time. But for a while, it was an addiction just to make sure like you took the easier route, eating mm-hmm. the meat and like doing that. It just seems like the easier route. Like you, oh, I'm gonna go keto. You know, I'm gonna go the carnivore diet. I've seen like a zillion diets because I'm in the fitness industries. But mm-hmm. does it align with who you are? And let me tell you, you're probably way nicer when you don't eat meat. I actually feel like I've turned over a new leaf on Team Nice. People say and that. Also, and also, it's like Team Nice and Team Don't Give a Fuck, because Whitney can contest, because she's been my friend for a really long time, so she's seen all the memories. So she could tell you the transformation and attitude, and I, you know. Maybe that's why. It's still working. 
I am the way I am because I don't need me. And I'm just like, and I don't know. I feel like people, you ever find that people want you to care more than you care? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm sorry, but I'm not the one. Like, I don't care that much. And it's, and it's not. Whitney's never the one. If you want Whitney, like, okay, great example. If you want empathy from Whitney, she's not the one. Please exit, close the app out, return to sender. She's not the one. She's not the one. Not in that aspect, but it's like she's just kind of cut and dry. Um, and that's one of the that's one of the things I do enjoy about her, though. Like I could <laughs> say, like, that's a that's a trait that most people may not be able to take, but that's one of the traits that I actually see in her the most that I do like. I like the fact that she is cut and dry because sometimes I could be a little bit more like, oh, well, let me like view this in a different perspective because mm-hmm. I'm just a nurturing, caring person. Like it's a it's a it's a Virgo trait. It's part of my vibe. I, I don't really know how to be anything else. I've grown into growing out of that, but mm. I naturally just give a fuck. Like I just I treat people literally how I want to be treated, no matter mm. how I feel about you. I don't believe in the like the tip for tat. I don't believe in like like I'm barely getting to the point where giving you the same energy you're giving me because I like I feel like you know when you know that you're like a genuine person like you don't ever want to feel anything less than but Mm. When he's always been very like me, and like she doesn't care that much, uh, and I'd be like, oh, well, I care because it's like, you know, I I feel like I'm what is it like they say Virgos are like like the natural healers, but it's like you we always get people that go through different stuff, so I can like put myself in like someone else's shoes of like a weird place because I was mm-hmm. I've I feel like I've always been a weird place of growth, but no one was there for me. Mm-hmm. I've always been by myself, like I've always had to do it by myself, and I don't feel like others should do it by themselves Mm -hmm. because we're not meant to do it all by ourselves like independent life is great it's amazing like I got it I'm gonna do the damn thing but like that's no fun either (laughs) that's no fun like and that's not what it's supposed to be because you learn from each other but if you're always doing it by yourself you're really not learning and then like you have the repeat cycles over and over and over and over and over because you technically have a defense to block other people and like when you block other people you don't learn the lesson sometimes you gotta go through a little cringy moment a little hurt a little pain to like kind of learn from it mm-hmm. and that's how I see it like I've only learned from just kind of like oh shit well uh, like it's like touching the fire yeah you know, like and then some people just steer away from the fire so they don't necessarily get those lessons but there's also like the component of something that could be missing like it's like oh well, I can't mm-hmm. relate to that because I I've never experienced that it was like well you have to let people in to experience but yeah not, and I feel not... like that's me I've been through a lot of different things that's why I am the way I am now I wasn't always like this you know so he's savage yeah because I've been through no, all those things. I've been super he's nice better. I've been caring but certain situations and like mm, no like, I have discernment of, like, what I can give my time to and what I just don't care about, you know? Because mm-hmm. sometimes, like, why am I going to get upset about this thing or, like, care that much about this thing that, in actuality, doesn't benefit my life in any way? So, like, I can't mm-hmm. give my energy to it. But Whitney, five or ten years ago, probably would have. And I mm-hmm. learned that I have to navigate the world and navigate things in a different way. So... I feel like that's just why I am the way I am because I've been there 
And I don't know. I've mm. just learned. Just learned. So yeah. Here's to learning lessons. Mm-hmm. And herbs are life. So you guys get your herbs. Stay up on your herbs. It's holiday season. They the Rona are still out here. They're still gonna take you down if you allow them to. So mm-hmm. make sure you guys stay up on your herbs. Eat good. Don't overeat. Don't overindulge. Do just enough. And you'll have, a, you'll have an amazing rest of the year. Cheers to uh, Q4, quarter four of your life in business and new business owners, entrepreneur that's doing whatever the hell you do in life right now. Shout out to you. Because me and Whitney made a transformation. If you guys have not heard of transformation, you had to go back to another show. We might do a recap within the year. You never know. But go back to our other shows to see um, what we've done in this year. I'm pretty proud of us. Mm-hmm. We're almost two years on our show, 100 episode coming up. We had a lot of transformations in this show. So, the show, two years in, Shotty. Two years in, ain't nothing to it but to do it. Keep it stinky, keep it funky. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, get toned with E on Instagram, um, and get toned wellness for all your wellness needs. You can follow me on Instagram at Whitney White One underscore. You can shop my store at Shop2230 on Instagram and Facebook. My hoodie that I'm wearing is hey. there. Oh, my God. This weekend, I had this table. They're all AKAs. There must have been a convention or something close what to convention? where um, my job was because there was, like, another table of AKAs, too. Mm-hmm. And they were so cute. And I told them about my store. So I'm like, I have some stuff that's pink and green that y'all can wear. Um, they were so cute and so nice. Like when I was coming over to the table before I even said that, they're like, you're just like radiating. There was like a whole lot of black girl magic. And I was like, yes, radiate. Yes, radiate. It's a radiation mm-hmm. for me. But it was just a positive vibe and affirmation for me. I just love that. They were also like super smiley and like into me. And I was just into them. So it was just cool to have that like black girl check. So I loved it. I love that. Yeah, we'll end this on a little affirmation vibe. I got one for this little book that's been guiding me. So this one says, I let love guide me to my joy. Um, all I have to do is let the light in and joy naturally finds its way to me. Love mm-hmm. is another pillar of support of my joy, which is why I choose to practice and receive it openly and without restriction. So life is love, joy is love, you are love, live in a love, high vibrational sense, and it's only up and it's stuck, period. Period. <laughs> period. <laughs> period. Period. Okay. <laughs> Y'all heard him. Y'all heard him. For the people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> yeah. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>